welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. What up, what up? Hey, what's going on? Same old shit, just a different day. Hi, guys. Hey, how's everyone? How's it going? Hi, John. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Glad to have you back. Hey, John Cooper back in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to be had back. Glad to be had back. Corner pocket, A-ball. How are you? Who is that? You. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been thinking about A-ball all week long. We might have discussed it. A few times. <laughs> my my mission is to find out who the fuck A-ball is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that, fucking know about you, <laughs> but that shit is on my iPad notes right? <laughs> with a question mark next to it. <laughs> and, and people's pictures with the X. Listen, I, oh, not that person. Okay, shoot. Messimo is on the case. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Conversations with Mo. I'm Mo. I'm Ty Cobra. I'm John. And Diego G, Mr. No Code defended himself. Hey, we're back with a whole nother week of bullshit and shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Um, no, but seriously, um, I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. I was looking at the numbers and I don't know who y'all called or whispered to or sent a few text messages to, but God bless. <laughs> Numbers were actually amazing this week. Um, probably because we got John here. John got fans. I had nothing to do with it. No one uh, knew I was going to be here. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all to do with it. Fans. <gasps> Not at all. Fans. A mm-hmm. ball probably emailed a few people and said, hey, girl, they're going to be talking about me on this show. Check this bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she did. <laughs> so, I mean, whatever. Um, but yeah, so once again, thanks guys for um, listening. Always make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. Um, and we actually had no winners for March Madness. Uh, I just want to say y'all don't really fuck with the kid. Uh, I mean, well, you do, but you don't. Uh, Baby, I was going to say thank you for the support. <laughs> Oh. But no, like y'all fought with me, but you don't, you you don't, don't really, really fought, fought with, with you, me, boy. Yeah. You don't really fought with you. Know. I mean, who don't like free money? Like I ain't never seen people. Just, listen, if I see some shit that say free, and all I got to do is, it's nothing. It's I'm in there. Uh, but I mean, it's cool. I mean, we we kept our hundred dollars. Thank you. That will go to towards production. <laughs> and we'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep keep rolling from here. But no, I mean, we love y'all, but. Pay attention or something. Look, check out our Instagram or Facebook or, you know, let us know you're listening. Do something. Yeah, Shit. do something. Show, show yourself. So, what does it what does it say? Show yourself something. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right so, this. Old, um, <laughs> 1958. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm not. You make people think I'm like 40s. I mean, okay, you make me think you're like 40s. <laughs> no, I'm only 36. It's like 40s. All right, so this week, guys, we're going to be <laughs> talking about something very, um, it's going to be kind of serious. It's going to have a few serious points, but um, we're going to have as much fun as possible. So I don't want to spoil it. I'm going to let uh, Diego kick it off with our, uh, we got word or we got phrase? Uh, actually, we don't have either. We're doing something a little different today, too. Ooh, oh, surprise me, Daddy. We okay. have a <laughs> we have a quote. Oh, mm-hmm. 
and I don't want to mispronounce his name, but I think it's Richard Rohr. Mm, That's right. R-O-H-R, if y'all trying to look it up or whatever. But anyway, he says, most of us live in the past carrying our hurts, guilts, and fears. We have to face the pain we carry lest we spend the rest of our lives running away from it or letting it run us. But the only place you'll ever meet the real is here and now. Let it go. All right. Diego reads. I like that. That's good. So that's going to kind of segue into the topic. So tonight we're going to be talking about uh, letting that hurt go. Um, it's, it's kind of like a funny phrase that we always say to each other, um, but it's kind of serious um, in retrospect when it comes to dating. So uh, let's kind of jump right into it. Uh, Tacobra, me and you were talking. Well, first it kind of stemmed from Sterling used to always tell like if we say something like crazy or something sterling will always be like hey let that let that hurt go but where where does the hurt actually like come from is my question um hold on one second what does what does it mean to harbor hurt in your own opinion when it comes to relationships well when it comes to relationships i think harboring hurt is any experience that you might have had um, with that person or even outside of that person. It could have been before that person. But just any painful experience that you just allow to emotionally attach to yourself. Okay. And it alters you. I feel like when when it comes to harboring hurt, it's just something that you're holding on to. I mean, like kind of plain and simple. Like you're just holding on to something or something happened to you that was maybe traumatic or maybe emotionally left you emotionally um, distressed, maybe, um, that has you in a position where it's hard for you to move forward. Diego, you agree, disagree? I mean, well, yeah, I think, you know, sometimes not necessarily something that you won't let go of, but something that you won't allow to let go of you either. You know what I mean? Like, you, you'll let, like, a painful situation attach itself to you when you could remove yourself from it, but you just, you know, you kind of sit in it for one reason or another. Yeah, I think, like, when it comes to it, like, like, I agree, like, you can't, it's not that you don't let it go. It's just sometimes it's just kind of hard to move, like, forward in a forward direction, even though, like, it could have happened years ago or, you know, months ago or whatever, but it's just, like, little things trigger to take you back to that point or you find yourself like reminiscent of things that happen but you the thing about it is and going forward you're you're not you're you're kind of bitter does that make sense or? Yeah. Oh, no makes a whole lot of sense <laughs> why, why does that make yeah, a whole man. lot of sense <laughs> no i'm just saying it, it makes a whole lot of sense um i believe that people like harbor hurt because they feel like that's the way to protect themselves from being hurt again that i have my guard up that's a that's a famous quote from yeah. like 98 percent of um Hurt people. I won't even. I won't even genderize it. I'll just say hurt people. Yeah, hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah, hurt people. Hurt people. Hurt people. Hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah, um, I, I, I always tell guys, you know, I have I have a wall up. I mean, it's not intentional, yeah. but it's there. But the thing is, um, as we spoke about um, briefly last week, like it's kind of like trying to protect other people or protect anyone from ever being hurt. Like it's never going to happen. So you miss out on so much by doing it. Yeah, and then sometimes I think. Um, People, black people especially, 
don't feel the need but i feel like if you don't have the right type of therapy to get through your hurt and and through your pain it's hard to let it go because a lot of times things happen to us that are traumatic or we have like bad breakups or things didn't go as planned and you know my mama will tell you quit oh you need to pray Black people therapy, yeah, is go, either go pray or go play. One of the two. Only on me. Something like that. I mean, because I mean, you, and, and the thing about it is, you're going you're gonna to probably do either or. You're going to go probably have a whole phase. Shit, they're probably doing both. You're going to go have a whole phase and pray? I mean, praying. You might not yeah. do, have a whole yeah. phase. Yeah. Pray while you have a whole phase? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Morning and, uh, on Saturday, praying on Sunday. Pray you don't get a pregnant. Um, you know, all of that oh. shit. Okay. Please. Jesus. Oh. Amen. Y'all mean something else? <laughs> My bad. All of that shit. Damn I said that was going to be good today. No, it's no. almost Easter. It's almost Easter. Chad, please. You got your Easter suit. Remember we went to we Yeah, my Easter suit consists of um, some khaki pants and a master shirt. Oh, shit. Yeah, you got to Easter. <laughs> Didn't we all go to church one Easter Sunday? Y'all was all dressed up. Y'all looked real cute. That, that time you gave your Easter speech? <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't remember. We went to Tab. It was at the Ramada. Remember? Yeah, I know Monique wear hats to church, right? <gasps> oh, she does. Them big joints, too. First lady. Yes. Well, you know my dad is the first deacon. Okay. <laughs> Get back on it. Get back on it. Anyway, Get so back on. Bring first deaconette. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're actually... So, I, I want... Where does hurt come from, though? Like, so for me, I, I've had a... a my breakup with my ex was very emotional. It mm. was like, I felt like rock bottom. Um, and for a while, it was very hard. Like, I would say about three years. Mm. I, I care. I care. I was a bad lady for three years. But the first year was extremely hard because it was still fresh. And then when you break up with somebody and they move on immediately mm. and you haven't, it's like every time I think I see, every time I thought I saw a red Mustang, like I was trying to run that bitch off the road. Oh. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like every time I thought I seen her in public, I was like, Lord, I'm going to jail today. Like it was, and it was so crazy because it was so hard for me to move forward in other relationships. Like I met tons of other people and it was just, it was like, I couldn't do it. Like it wasn't until I met Georgia Tech that I was shout oh. out to Georgia Tech. Yeah. Okay. I can't say names. Oh, I mean. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. Like I, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I, I thought his first name was Georgia and his last <laughs> name was Tech. Tech. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So yeah, it wasn't until I met Georgia Tech that you know I was ready to move forward. But then I feel like sometimes our pain runs a little deeper. Um. So a lot of people may not know this, but my stepdad raised me. Um, people who don't know, I think immediately like that's that's my father, but it's, it's I mean he's my stepdad. But <clears throat> I I I had I didn't realize until maybe five or six years ago that I had daddy issues. Mm. I think a lot of my, I think a lot of reasons I treat guys the way that I do it stems from my daddy issues. Like I knew my dad, but I he treated me like I was his sibling. He, he never treated me like I was like his daughter and he was in and out of jail and it was just like crazy. <clears throat> so I think sometimes we have those, those type of issues 
that carry on with us and we either don't know or haven't acknowledged them. Right? I can agree. Okay. (laughs) So, John. Yes. President kind of for it. Um, have you ever been in a position where you recognize that you were maybe harboring some hurt or I can't think of the right words to say, but just that. Not to say that I've never have, but I can tell you like almost a specific instance in which I reckon like it hit me like somebody else was harboring. Um like yeah, hurt. like anybody you had been in a relationship oh, with. Oh yes, yeah. yes. So um, it was something like so simple. Like I think they said a word wrong or something. I was like, oh no, you said it like this, and they like snap. And I was like, yo, like you're clearly not yelling at me right now for this. Like that, like that. Just you, I just took you back to a very dark place by doing that. I'm sorry. Like I'll never correct you ever again. <laughs> Like, I mean, it's not funny, but <laughs> but no, it's not funny because like, and the, and the problem is that not a lot of people are able to pause and say, "Oh, that just like triggered something else." Like they weren't really yelling at me. Like some people, like they'll snap back, and then that creates just a yelling match back and forth. I used to do that a, a whole lot too. Like I wouldn't stop and think, like, "Oh, what is this person going through to make yeah. them do that?" Right. It was like, what "The fuck you think you talking to like that?" Like, yeah. I used it's never to, good though. I used to. I I didn't realize until maybe after Caitlyn was born that the reason why I was always in a relationship was because I was afraid to be alone, and it stemmed from my dad not being around. Mm-hmm. Like he was he was here, but he wasn't here. Like he'll be in town for a little while, and then he'll like tear off and go to Atlanta for like a year, and would never I would never see him or talk to him. Or the nigga get DUI and he in jail for six months to two years and it was just like i got a real problem like i i'm afraid i i had this fear of being alone and at one point it, it got really bad because i i recall staying in an abusive relationship for a long time just to be like oh i got a boyfriend and this nigga was literally dragging me around my apartment by my hair and i was it's just like it's just it's i don't know it's just one of those things where i you're either gonna own up to your shit or you're just gonna keep going through the same shit you know what i'm saying Mm. um but it wasn't until like me and and nikki finally like broke up and i actually had to like own up to a lot of stuff like i couldn't i just i was like no cannot have another fucking relationship like this I, I can't like I'm carrying on hurt from my fucking baby daddy like this was like my child was like maybe 9 or 10 at the time and I'm like Damn. yeah and it's crazy because you don't really realize how long you've allowed shit to plague you literally plague you like just drag and stuff I didn't really come to grips with the <clears throat> daddy issues I had until my dad died Mm. When we put that nigga in the ground, I was like, uh, it's, uh, over. it's over now. And yeah. Because I, I didn't like, he was too prideful to understand, or he never wanted to hear how much he disappointed me. Mm. And he tried to make up for it when Caitlin was born. 
Like it was nothing he would wouldn't do for her. Like real nigga shit. So he used to know this girl. She was a booster, and <laughs> yeah, I swear oh, to God, <laughs> yeah, he came to my house when I stayed in the projects and brought me two lawn garbage bags full of shit out of Baby's R Us. I mean, he was like, "Hey, this is for my baby." So, uh, yeah, go through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like two big ass trash bags. I don't. That bitch must have took the rat down when she went in the house. I mean, it was shit that Caitlyn couldn't even fit. It was like baby stuff. It was like six months, eight months, twenty four months, thirteen. She grew into it. She bad. <laughs> so, but he he really tried to do like everything he could, and I was okay with that. That kind of made me feel better. But I really, I'm telling you, and I know this sounds weird. When he passed, I was just like. I'm done. Like it, I just felt, I felt lifted. Like I just felt like a part of me was over, and there was nothing else that I ever had to talk about again, or had to like discuss with nobody. It was just, it was literally dead. Mm. And but that's not always the best way to to deal with that. Yeah. Question for you: Did you ever consider that he was hurting as well? Um. Yeah. My my parents had me when they were young, and my girl, I kind of I I wanted to be in a position where I kind of could blame my grandmother, because my grandmother was told my mom, oh my son going to college, like ain't no staying here being no daddy, like I'm gonna take good care of y'all, mm. and she did, and and that was that was the thing, she made up for everything, mm-hmm. but that still bothered me that she wouldn't make him you know, be a dad. Like I could never sit back and watch my son be some piss poor parent, you know, but she did whatever was in her means, whatever she could do, you know? So, um, I, I think he was, I think he was too. Cause he, he was 18, 19. He spent his first, the, my first two or three years in college. He went to Grambling state, got a full, full scholarship, went to Clark Atlanta. I never saw him until he, flunked out of school and but by that time he was like uh oh i'm an atlanta native i'm out here ripping and running these streets yeah i ain't never coming home but then i mean the alcohol and stuff got out of hand and so from that point on he was just kind of like in and out of jail so it was just like "Mm, i catch you when i catch you you know so yeah um but i think that that i think that little piece is key because we don't recognize when things like daddy issues or mommy issues spill over into our personal life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So Diego, my question for you is how do you recognize that you're harboring any type of issues from your personal life like mommy issues daddy issues or whatever because my mom i remember when um i had just got out of a relationship with caitlin's dad and um i was like like people would like i I was just like very timid like i had to tell a guy one time like he like kind of reached out to me like real quick i was like hey he was like the fuck you jumping for i was like bitch i've been abused like don't don't you like be careful how you interact with me so I went to see a therapist and my mom was like, you don't need to see a therapist. You need to pray. Girl, no. <laughs> I need 
professional help. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm deeply scarred. So how how do you recognize or, yeah, how do you recognize when your personal life starts to spill into your, like, well, things from your past spill over into like your relationships. Well. I mean, are you saying like how would I recognize yeah, it from you, my you personally, me personally? Yeah, it would have to be when I start, or like if I started, you know, necessarily like comparing this situation to previous situations. You know what I mean? Like if if you do something that rings familiar to a person that I used to know did, I may start, you know, comparing you to that person. Like, well, damn. I remember when so-and-so started doing that shit. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of bullshit that followed it. When in reality, it could have been just an isolated incident. Or, you know what I'm saying, something that it was harmless that they meant nothing by it. Yeah, you know kind of like saying? John's situation. with When you was talking about old girl. But when do you realize you got multiple baggage, though? Well, I don't... Because sometimes we, we be carrying it. around, like, tons of shit. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Not just like y'all oh. not going on a vacation, y'all moving. <laughs> right. Y'all I got a whole you all that all shit. Big and a big dog jack. That motherfucker stood me up to the eighth grade dance, and I never forget that shit. <laughs> Clarence, you motherfucker, I will never, ever, ever let a, let another nigga hurt me the way Clarence hurt me. I'm gonna tell you who I think ha- harbors a lot of like, and I don't want to be like this. My I think my grandmother mm. harbors a lot of stuff. From the past, and it's crazy because you mean still? Yes, still, oh, still. Like you ever been with somebody and you loved them, wanted to be with them, or whatever, and they weren't moving at the speed you want to move at, so you just decided to go do something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she did that and regrets it to this day, you mm-hmm. know, or has always like treated my my grandfather like he owe her something yeah and like i'd be looking at her like when she say certain things and i'd be wanting to say hey let let that go like let and it's that that's crazy because she's like 70 plus holding on to shit from the motherfucking 70s and 80s and like <laughs> it is fucking 2018 and i i for one don't ever want to be at that point like I don't ever want to keep carrying shit from like John said when the motherfucker stood me up at at eighth grade social when I had my little click clack shoes on. White people still call them black people color that. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that shit's just ingrained in. Like motherfucker just can't let it go. Just can't let that shit go, man. Do, but do you think it's like a, a gender thing? Do you think women? No. Oh, absolutely not. No. Hell no. Nah. How, how come? What do you mean? How come? That's a, that's a human thing. I well, not anymore, but I've had it before. Really? Yeah. How, what do you mean? I mean, I used to have a lot of like ill feelings towards, you know, I guess I would say people that weren't completely like, you know what I'm saying? Real with who they were like up front. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. let me know what's going on. Cause I don't want to find out no shit later on down the road. Cause that was, you know, that was the issue previously so you know what i'm saying i used to just carry that with me like okay you know whatever flaws you got let me know now i decide what I, if i can work with them or not but do you feel like you've had some instances where instances oh yeah get that out again Woo, skirt um where it was just hard to move forward like you couldn't like i just celebrated valentine's day for 10 years like seriously seriously how come 
Um, <laughs> I, I definitely need to hear that. Because I was my fuck hurting. What? Really? <laughs> so, um, this is when I was in school. I dated a chick that was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to school in Atlanta. So, uh, for Valentine's Day, I was actually planning on surprising her and just showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, right then, I didn't have my own car. So, I had to rely on other people going. So, the plan fell through, but I did... Like buy flowers and some other shit and candy and send it to our school, mm-hmm. like as a little surprise. So when I told her the whole grand, uh, the whole the whole and y'all gonna think it's real petty after I said, but fuck y'all, I don't care. <laughs> get it out. <laughs> so after the whole thing, um, and I told her the whole plan, she's like, "Oh, thank you." And I'm like, "Well, that's it." <laughs> it's like, did you not hear what all I said I was planning on doing and what all I actually did? And she's like, "Oh, thank you." So I was like. Fuck these bitches. Let that hurt. Nigga like, <laughs> said motherfucker Valentine's Day. I didn't mean, I, I let it go a few years ago. Like, okay. But I I didn't celebrate. So like, did I wouldn't celebrate Valentine's Day for so 10 like, years. Did like, you, I made up a whole nother day to celebrate just to not celebrate Valentine's Day. So were you in relationships throughout those times? Uh, why would I make up a day to celebrate by myself? <laughs> Bruh, so who allowed <laughs> you to get away with that shit? Mm, I was about to say <laughs> It was 10 years. Who didn't? <laughs> Shit. You know, I was about to say something. Uh, that's going to be disrespectful. Don't. Don't. Um, no, but I mean, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Like, I work in sales, so it's, you know, it's not too too hard to convince people sometimes. And, it, you know, it takes a little bit of a little bit more convincing for some people than others. But, you know, basically all I had to do was convince them, like, hey, this other day is going to be your day. You don't have to fight with anybody else. Like, Really? If, we, if we go out on Valentine's Day, like, man, that shit is so cliche. Everybody's going to be at the same places. What do you want me to get you? Some chocolate and some flowers, like everybody else on the same day, and blah, blah, blah. And I just made, I just bashed Valentine's Day. Yeah, and it worked. Are you serious? So sincere. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So sincere. Taco, <laughs> but you got any instances that made you just, or something that you realized, like, bitch, you hurting? Like, yeah, so I'm adopted. I found out when I was eight years old okay. that I was adopted. And um, my brother, fuck you, told me in a fucked Don't up way. Don't say fuck, <laughs> fuck you. My next no, up, this my nigga sister- get mad and said, that's why you're adopted. Oh, shit. Like, for real. <laughs> and I was literally like eight years old and said that shit. And then I went to my mom. Bitch, I would have <laughs> groveled. I would have been sick. Like me and my sister used to use that shit against each other all the time. Really? Like for real. That shit's not so not funny. Or to say like you were the accident child. <gasps> oh, oh that shit is all fair game. When you <laughs> when you <laughs> arguing, bro, all oh, that oh, shit yeah. is in play. Oh yeah, that That's shit came out plenty time. Like I'm numb to that shit yeah, now. Yeah, it what came you out mean? so much. You nigga, got to cut deep with siblings, nigga. We bro. found you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all yeah. found me for real. Oh I used to tell my sister she was raised by wolves. <sighs> you tell them all type of shit. Mm. Like yeah, it was like, it was mm, looking back like I so, think that's wrong with the generation today. Like they too they too soft because anytime they doing shit like that, people always well, stop. Well, nigga, them, I like, actually was adopted. <laughs> yeah, that's different. But no, I'm not though. talking about. I said the today's generation. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like back then, like. They used to give it to you raw. It was like that was that was fucked up by him, but at the same time, it made you a better person. I hope, maybe it did. Okay, <laughs> you here? So, yeah, so you here, and we're thankful. Uh, <laughs> you like shit. So how I brought that back around. <laughs> yeah, shit. See what you did, <laughs> did. Yeah, she might have been going to a dark blazer. I'm sorry. 
So how how was that for you though? I mean that that hurt, but it was more so growing up when I used to argue with my mother. She used to say things like, um, "We could have left you in Korea, or we did not have to adopt you." Whoa! Mm-hmm. She said that multiple times. So it's like when anybody is like angry, and so says, where are you from? I was uh, adopted from Seoul, South Korea. You Korean? Yeah, are you like technically yeah. I am an Amerasian? Well, so you look at me yeah. like that. <laughs> technically Yo. I am. I do have dual citizenship. See, Taja oh. Woods. Okay. <laughs> but oh, wow. it's just like anytime anybody, if I have a disagreement with anybody and they like threaten that, mm-hmm. it triggers that Boy. you can leave me mm. because oh. it was, I was reminded of that all throughout growing up and I don't belong to anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, best friend. I mean, it is what it is. Aww. I've grown up. That makes up me want to love it. on you a little um, bit more. I need attention. Thank you. <sighs> I don't so, know what yeah. to say after that. That's, I mean, that, that is my crazy spot. That's a painful, it was a painful experience. And I carried that with me throughout the bulk of my life. I probably just let it go. I'm 30 years old. I let it go at 30 years old. Yeah. So what's your relationship like with your, your parents now? Just now? Um, hmm? Just now with us? No. Oh, I was about, I was about to tell you it's a special moment. No. <laughs> It was a special moment. <laughs> no, I'm time. saying I thought it was right. Like, literally right there. Like, oh, no, no. I just let it go at 30 years old. I had a discussion with my parents a couple of weeks ago, and we just all let it all air out. Yeah. I wish I could do that. So now do you feel like you're no longer carrying around that 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 little piece of hurt? I think it's still a scab. Like I mean, I, but scabs heal. Yeah, scabs heal. And I think it'll always be a scar. Yeah. But yeah, that's what you want it to be. You don't want to keep it an open wound. Shut like, up, no, I'm saying like, no, seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously. Like, <laughs> so you know, yeah. I just wanted to be. I don't know. It's gonna take the right person to really like understand. So how do you think that that plays into? Because a lot of times you don't realize how things like that play into your personal life, but not even your personal life. How do you feel like that plays into your role as a mom? Um, my role as a mother, I love on my kids so much. It might be like a little bit too much or maybe I don't want them to get mad at me and all the things of that nature. But I'm like that with people. And I think I don't let people, I don't let too many people close to me. Mm -hmm. I'm close to people because I know I will not remove myself. I'm scared if somebody comes close and they just leave. Like I'm terrified of that. Yeah. So. Been in that situation before. Really? Yeah. What do you mm-hmm. mean? To where a chick won't let you get close to her because she's afraid that you'll just disappoint her and leave. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been like that. I, I've been, you know, I feel like. Y'all call it having your guard up. Yeah. Well, that's I, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but not like all the way, though. I have my walls up. I have guards yeah. up. That's No, that's the exact same thing. Yeah, but. More on that shit from last week again. All right. Anyway, all right. So, <laughs> um, she done made two episodes. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Well, so then my next thing is, mm, how do I say this? So, 
when when is it when is it the right time though to like face like your and I I don't want to call them um I don't want to call them demons because they're not always demons you know it's sometimes it's just a situation where you have to in order to be able to move forward you have to really just like grab shit by the horns and say this is something I got to deal with you know because I think a lot of times our baggage turns into bad habits. Oh yeah. Anybody yeah. agree with that? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, like <clears throat> I don't I haven't had any bad habits. Um but I know people that have I've talked to personally and you know, I drink because of this or you know, I spend, you know, frivolously because of this or you know, like whatever. Right. But that's hard because it's like Okay, what, what when when do you just say, all right, I've had enough. I need some therapy, you know. Well, I mean, you know, too. Then when you when you constantly think about them negative things, that's what you begin to manifest. You know what I'm saying? If you're always thinking about, you know, whatever that negative energy is that you know causes you to harbor those feelings. But what about triggers? I think, like John said earlier, like when I think sometimes we get triggers, like especially when we're in relationships and we get triggers from whatever. It's just like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, nigga said this, or nigga said that, or you know, or you know, she she left, and you know that that reminded me of so much. What about when you get those triggers though? I mean. Well, for me, it wasn't necessarily like I would get the trigger. It's if an instance happened and I started thinking about it, I would be the one that just continues to think about it. You know what I mean? I might act like as if everything was cool, but when it wasn't really cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. and then it's just kind of like now I'm looking for it. I'm seeking it. It's like I may not have paid attention to it at first, but now I'm looking for every time you do it. So it might not even be a trigger or anything that you're doing on purpose. It's just what you're looking for like i said like i'm harboring those feelings so i'm searching for that now like i'm looking for that negative energy i'm manifesting it so you know you got to cat you know you got to let it go if you don't let it go it'll consume you to eat you alive best time to do that shit is today mm, yesterday yeah. right now yeah absolutely so it's safe to say that sometimes is it safe to say that sometimes you don't recognize it though what about I think a lot of times I was in positions where I didn't know I was hurt mm. or I didn't know I was hurting yeah and someone else had to point it out to me what about y'all it's the thing, you gotta be self aware and then even if it is someone else telling you that shit you have to be self aware enough to be able to accept that feedback because I can tell you of a few instances where I've tried to give it as feedback. I don't know. Maybe I gave it in the wrong way. That could have been the issue. Mm -hmm. But to where it was really coming from a good place and trying to help. And it shit was like taken all the wrong way. And they took it as a jab as opposed Mm -hmm. to saying like, hey, no, that shit um, just stuck out to me that like you got some real deep issues going on. Like you might really need to go talk to someone about that shit because I don't really know how to handle that shit. Like I don't know the, the right things to say to you. And I'm really can't promise you that I can just sit here and like keep taking verbal abuse when I even though I know where it's coming from like that shit still don't make it any easier to take and like I got a pretty sharp tongue so like if I come home on a bad mood one day and you say some shit that triggered me and I say some shit you know to come back at you 
And my, I guess one thing that I always, always say to people or people I fuck with, like, just make sure like you don't cross that line and say some shit that like you can't come back from. Oh yeah. Like I, I know like Taco said, like I know that I won't go that way. Like, right. Like I, like we can go back and forth, and I can get you upset or whatever without saying anything that's like really gonna fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But like I've had a few instances in which people would say some shit that they know, right. like that they know is like crossing the line. I'm like, once you do that shit, like I can't fuck with you because right. if you but do you that shit just know. to win an argument, but if you do that shit just to win an argument though, like yeah. they mean you do like that any, too. Like, oh, like if you say some shit just to win an argument, yeah. like with me, like, yeah, I can't rock with you. On, and you on know, it's shit. like a low blow. Like my mom bringing up my adoption. Come on. Like, now. I mean, like, yeah. on, I mean, yeah. like on some legit, Low, yeah. low blow shit. type shit, and like, I guess because I'm so I'm afraid like, to hurt people. Yeah, so I, I I don't feel like I could reach down in my bag. <laughs> you know, my mouth kind of slick too, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but people like for people that can't just take a L and like yeah. in an argument and be like, damn, I don't have nothing to say. I got to mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Yep, and they say something that they know in the argument, but that in that bitch and like, oh. You like okay, you you ended it, you oh, won an argument, but yeah, yeah, like you, right. ended, okay. you ended more than that fucking argument with that comment, right. like okay. <laughs> when a nigga don't even just when you hit you with that, oh okay, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that oh, okay, okay. deal, yeah, okay, because okay. right. okay. right. it's not, I, it's not even that I can't say anything back, but you just, you just showed your hand, like right. you showed me, Mm-mm. like the type of nigga you are. Right. You told me how you don't fuck with me. You have showed. Cause at this the end of the day, fucking clear now. At the end of the day, I'm always gonna have something that's just as deep on you, right? And I'll be able to put that shit in a way to where it's gonna be damn funny and like very fucking hurtful. Like that's why I always try not to get angry at people because I will like literally try to make you fucking cry. Like I, I didn't ever see you mad or once. Because I try not to be. No, I seen you mad once, but it was it was kind of scary. That's that's what I'm saying. I try not to be. Yeah, it, it was kind of scary. Like I didn't know. I didn't know whether to, to be like, hey, bro, you straight? Or, <laughs> or be like, everybody get the fuck out now. <laughs> like, shit about to be ugly. Yeah, and, and, and I feel like, but I feel like, so another thing is, hurt people hurt people. Definitely. You know, and it's hard to, mm-hmm. and I can honestly say I've hurt some people. I never intentionally wanted to hurt anybody. However, I, I can definitely say a lot of my issues, my daddy issues have allowed me to hurt a few niggas. Yeah. But I will also admit to niggas hurting me have have made me in turn oh, yeah. be cold. I, I know for a long time after um, I broke up with a guy, we had been together for like maybe two years and he kind of like disappeared off the face of the earth. And I was like, oh, you know, this nigga... Number didn't change. Nigga ain't getting my key back. Like, what the fuck going on? Mm-hmm. So after like a year or two had passed and we kind of like regrouped, seen each other. And I was like, you know what happened? You know, you just kind of fell off. Then next thing I know you having a baby. And he was like, well, I didn't, I didn't owe you an explanation because you were never my girlfriend. Oh. Mm. Mm. That nigga was cold. Damn. cold. Damn. Shout out to. <laughs> let me say so. Shout out to motherfucking Jabari Levi for saying that shit. But you know what? I Name think- drop. Oh, yeah. Give we- his whole government. That, oh, yeah. just, that just made me think. I don't have my pinky ring, and I don't know what I did with that shit. You done lost your superpower? You had it on at my house. Oh, okay. It might be there. 
I hope them kids don't get it Because if they get it They're going to be Pinkering around there But no uh, No And like me and him Are cool t- today Oh because I washed my hands this year. Okay, okay. Oh, sorry Go ahead Yeah so <laughs> we're cool now But let me tell you something When he said that mm. You talk about the wall Got <laughs> taller But it, it made me like I mean that wasn't even It was just That was just cold blooded But it wasn't Like I mean at the end of the day It's kind of true yeah, yeah, yeah. But that made me, that hurt me. True. So in turn, like, I know I was cold-blooded for like three, four years straight. That shit put you on your pimp and shit, dude. <laughs> hey, that's how cold that shit was. That nigga hot. That nigga. <laughs> Let me tell you yeah, I don't owe you no explanation. I was so, <laughs> so cold after that. Like, that little, like, I had a, I had a guy tell me one. I used to date a guy from Jersey, like, right after that. I had it. Then they told me you are the nastiest bitch I ever fucking met. You will say some shit. Oh, I thought you meant something. no, no, definitely <laughs> not. Put it all out there, then, Mo. Oh no, no, because I would say stuff. I'd be like, man, fuck you. Like you get the fuck out. Like it's nothing. Like, and he would be like, you just nasty. Like you don't care. And for years, that that just that's that's my mentality. That's how I was. Like if you wasn't oh, so how you are is the very 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 mild version of that. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Because you'll still eat a nigga. Up. Oh yeah, and see that, I, but see, <laughs> like, but I have never been like that. But let me tell you, this eating niggas up stuff shit came from after being abused for a long time. Mm. Because when it came to Caitlyn's dad, I held my tongue a long a lot of times. Like I would never say nothing, mm. and. This nigga would like go off for no, and I like I told him to his face like, bro, you are hurt in some way, shape, form, or, or fashion, and you need help because I don't care what I would say, it would trigger something. Yeah, and that nigga would haul off and God, that old Ike turn a demon, bro. <laughs> I mean, I I, I kind of feel like I know what it was with him. Like he got in the, so. I'm, I'm gonna tell his story like mm-hmm. he don't know this but whatever <laughs> he was in the he had skipped school and was in a car accident. he was skipped school and got in the car with a bunch of guys they were dry well the guy that was driving went down this hill at like 80 mm-hmm. when they hit the ground like spent boom in the tree everybody in the car died oh shit, shit. but him oh wow yeah and so people blamed him like his mom had to take him out of school because like once he like recovered went back to school like the one of the boy's cousins jumped on him and was like you killed my cousin Nigga, i wasn't he, even driving because he was hurt <laughs> right there you go there you go and that and so, and so the hurt the hurt, the hurt continues. yeah mm-hmm. the hurt continues like and i feel like a lot of his pain and hurt stems from you know his accident because at one point i remember him saying i should have just died in the car mm-hmm. you know and i so i'm i was sympathetic to him for years until his hurt start turning into blows to my face mm. you know and at some point and i i kept saying like he just he needs me you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like he need me to love on him he he here's one thing people Often do, but shouldn't do. Make other people problems their problems. Yeah. Because then that means that you're trying so hard and spending so much of your energy trying to solve their problem. Yeah. That you're ignoring all of your fucking problems. Yeah. So, and, and I spent like two, three years just trying, trying to 
love on him to a point where he didn't have to be hurt. I was trying to love him past his hurt. And I couldn't because his hurt was still coming out no matter what. And then one day I was just like, nah. Like he had, I remember he, I was like a couple of inches off the ground. I could feel my feet dangling, but I could also feel Caitlin tugging at my pants. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, like I can't keep, you're either going to kill me in front of my child or you're going to she's going to remember this mm-hmm. and i can't i can't i can't i can't let you kill me yeah, and i, and I can't yeah I, I can't let you kill me but i definitely can't allow my daughter to watch her father like abuse her mother and i think that was it i remember listen the last day i had it i hit beat that nigga with a um them orange bats. Play grip ball. Woo! <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Remember them little tights? Them orange bats? The yellow? They Maybe they're yellow. No, they, I think they're the skinny joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they come with the T-ball Man, thing. we used to get beat with them joints in uh, preschool. <laughs> preschool? Let me yeah. tell you, I had had enough that day. And them joints hurt. Bro. Yes, they do. That's a That was a thick piece of plastic back then. Yeah, Ooh. accidentally got hit with one of them joints by a little kid. Them joints hurt. Like, yeah. For real, for real. Let me tell you, he had turned his back. Ooh. And was walking out the door. Wham. Who I picked that bitch up off the, off the floor Who and wailed on him. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Best time of my life. Stupid. Nigga never mess with me again. He knew, but he, I think I was, like, I, I feel like I blacked out. I feel like I was so enraged and so mad. And so it was the first time that I felt like I had more power over him. Like, I, his back was turning to me, so he wasn't going to expect this ass whooping. And I'm going to get this ass whooping every fucking thing that I have. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I went from the back to, like, kicking to, like, just hitting. And I think he was, like, so thrown off, like, Oh, this bitch crazy. <laughs> but 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 then that was another turning point for me. Like all that hurt was just like coming out. Like and we have never and like even now, like to this day, like we don't have a relationship, but I don't think he understands how much of the hurt that he gave me that I carried, you know, like on to the next relationship and you know, just over the years, mm-hmm. like I bared your child. How could you like do those type of things to me? And we give people so much fucking credit. We give people so much fucking credit to not fucking hurt us when these niggas is human just like us. And and they got issues and they got hurt just like we do. I can't fucking heal you, my nigga. I can't heal you. I can't love you past your hurt, especially if you don't allow me to. Or even recognize that you fucking hurting. Niggas be out here really hurting. Not even just like niggas, but like men. Men and women alone are out here full of hurt and don't realize it. Like, and I and some may disagree. I think when women have multiple kids, like multiple, I ain't talking about two or three. I'm talking like five or six, four, five or six. Like just continuing to have babies mm-hmm. with different guys. They're looking for something that they're not getting and thinking that bringing a child into the situation He's is going to make, gonna it, make better. it better. It's baby. Not at all. Not let at all, let that hurt go. Let, let that, that hurt go. And, and I, I've seen it like time and time again. I'd be like, you got, you got to be joking. Like again. again. Yeah. 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 So you can't love it. And, and, and so that goes back to the hurt people, hurt people, you know, 
that that hurt in turn hurt him hurting me made me hurt a lot of people you know and then it, it it's the it kind of plays into my parenting too because i i'm a single parent you know now i'm in a position where because you you and our relationship is not where it need to be or i don't necessarily trust you right. now i'm in a position where i'm a single parent you know i'm doing it by myself i i'm disrespecting you with my words in front of your kid at times because you are a sorry ass parent not that i want to but that hurt comes back up and it just it's like a and looking at this child is a constant reminder you know of this hurt and i'm just like it took me a while to get past that too like to to not disrespect him in front of her no matter how bad i thought you know he was or you know just or if any hurt or anything came up like this is still her dad like she still loves him unconditionally i i just can't i can't continue to do things like that that's not fair to her and and of course you know he'll never hurt her but i mean something else that i had an ex that um it's it's funny because they were not in, not necessarily in a similar situation, but the hurt that they were carrying from their dad not being there and their mom constantly shit talking their dad. Mm-hmm. So the result of that was them expecting their guy to be like this perfect guy that does everything, never has any complaint, and like setting expectations like so unrealistic that. I could never, like, anything I did was never good enough or I was, like, always, like, oh, you did this, but you didn't do this type shit. And it took, like, us, like, breaking up and this person, like, moving on, few relationships, you know, talking to someone before that shit was really brought to their attention. Like, oh, shit. Like, I never realized that I was doing that shit. And I was like, yeah, I did. I I tried to tell you a few times, (laughs) but um, apparently you didn't listen. You wasn't. So yeah, so like that's like not even for her. Well, I mean, of course for her seeing and hearing it about her dad, but also that shit could play in to how she looks like when she's looking for um, a mate and whatnot in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is oh, this is deep. This my heart is a little heavy. I don't know how to. I thought this was. I thought we was gonna have at least a joke or two, but I feel like we had a couple in there. <sighs> a little torn. Everybody all right? Yeah. Taco, what you drinking? Um, whatever you mixed up for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I trust you. Did you? You put the that on sale? Uh, yeah, I, okay. I put it in. There. Okay. All right. John, so, what you drinking? Oh my God. <laughs> um, I'm on this Yingling now, Pauls. <laughs> I was on some uh, Don Julio. Ah. Don Julio. Diego. It's me, amigo. Uh, water. And what is that? Full throttle. Yeah. What I mean, what is it though? It's is it energy, like Red Bull? It's an energy drink. Yeah. Uh, I say I don't drink those. Full throttle is way better than Red Bull. Really? Taste wise. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. I, listen, a few people done died drinking Red Bulls. I ain't never drinking. Um, they've died drinking Red Bull and taking cocaine, like copious amounts of cocaine. <laughs> All right, I don't just know. feeds your heart something to <laughs> explode. Like that's not, like just a just a Red Bull ain't gonna do that to you. I don't know. It but, gives you wings. Uh, <laughs> more than just wings. <laughs> but anyway, so is therapy the only, is is therapy and, and praying and is nah, the only type of therapy? I, I don't That's know. Not the I, only type. 
ain't the only type therapy. of therapy, but like I don't know. In my in my opinion, seriously, like no matter what type of therapy or what you do or what you see, at some point it's literally just a personal decision. Are you gonna let it go? Or are you not? Yeah. Yep. Like what the fuck you gonna do, my G? Mm-hmm. Soon you start working on that bridge, soon you can get the fuck over that shit. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like love is the best medicine, but I'm so Mother Earth. You're so like Mother Earth. I really do. <laughs> I feel like somebody can love you into healing. It's medicinal. Mm. Taco Briso. Can you smoke weed with that? Yep. Oh my God. Of course. <laughs> THC. <laughs> uh, well, so... One, one, my best advice for most people in situations like these: don't make your mate suffer. Definitely, you know, don't, don't even, and not even your mate. Don't, don't, don't cause your mate to suffer. Your children, because I feel like sometimes we're so hurt, we lose sight of the bigger picture. You know, our kids. Um, I don't like. I, I was having a conversation today, and I, I was so I was telling a friend of mine, I don't have company in my house. Um, even though I may not be the best mom, I don't ever want Caitlyn to grow up and be like, my mama did some fucked up shit or niggas was always in and out of my house or, you know, I mean, kids will pick up on shit and in turn that will give them issues in, in their, in their, you know, future and in their adulthood. And, you know, I can't prevent everything, you know, I, I can't prevent a lot of stuff. But the shit I can put a hand on, I, I am going to at least try to put a hand on it um, or try to take care of it. And I, I fuss I, a lot. I know she probably say, if this bitch call my name one more time, <laughs> <laughs> if she yell at me one more time for not cleaning this kitchen or some fuck shit, like, I'm going to fucking call her a bitch to her face. However, I just I just want her to have, like, some type of normalcy and, and not because I already feel like she's going to have daddy issues with her dad not being around. And I can't fix that. I can't, I can't fix that. I can't fix it. I don't care how many times I talk to him about it. He, he He's not going to see the bigger picture. So I feel like I have to make up for that. And I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy because we don't, we don't realize as well. And then I feel like as parents, we don't realize how not being the best parents we can be affects our kids. But here's here's the thing also, and I think that's kind of going along the lines of I don't want to say what's go, what's wrong with the generation, the younger generation of today. Cause I don't want to say anything is wrong with them, even though something may be wrong with them. Oh, it's a lot of wrong. Uh, yeah, it's with a lot them. of wrong with them. But I think the difference is that um, so you know, every, well, I'm not a parent, so I can't say we. But parents, um, I would assume, always want their kids to have it better than than they had it growing up. Mm. Absolutely. So they try to provide all these things that they didn't have, try to protect them from all these things that they went through. And I think it's created a younger generation that don't know how to deal with issues and shit because we try to... Put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. And I think think that that in turn kind of messes them up because you need the good to... I mean, you need the bad to balance out the good. So you need that hurt to be able to appreciate love and appreciate when you, you know, really do have happiness. So the more you try to protect you again, the more you try to protect yourself from being hurt or protect this person from being hurt. Like the more you're also keeping them from being able to experience it. That's legit going to make them happy as well. 
That's a good point. Jen, are you sure you ain't got no kids? Hmm. <laughs> Just a couple throat babies. That's it. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. God. That's it. <sighs> so, any final words? Um, to piggyback off what you just said, I was going to say the telltale sign for me um, of when you need help with your hurt is when you're projecting it on people you love. Mm. Like, that's when I notice it. Because I was a person that I could be hurt all day. I feel like I can handle it. However, if I'm hurting anybody, that is a pain that I cannot yeah. deal with. So... That's how you know that you probably need to do something about however you're feeling because it's affecting people who are attached to you. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm a pleaser. Are you? Yeah. Or Diego, what about you? Um, I guess for me it would be if you do recognize that you are hurting, figure out what's going on and find a way to ease that hurt. You know what I mean? Not necessarily having to depend on someone or something, but find whatever it is about you that you love to the point where you don't want to let it go. So you let all the rest of the hurt go. You know what I mean? So self-soothing yeah. good? Self-love. I mean, people play with themselves all the last time. night. <laughs> oh. I'm with the self-soothe. Oh, okay. I mean, you know. I can't stand y'all sometimes. Sometimes. I be trying to have these Rub serious. one out. I that mean, is, that's therapy too. Though. It is therapy. It is. It's a little something Masturbation. Don't nobody know you like you know yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, is that going to help you let the heart go? Who I know can we love like you like my me. Hand. It might help you get some better sleep. Right. That's just for the moment. Let's talk long term. My final I mean, I that raises endorphins and stuff you know, in your brain. It starts today. Moves the heart out. <laughs> So my best advice for everyone. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get my final oh, word. Oh, final words, Josh. <laughs> I have some hurt I need to let go. I know I need to let it go, but I'm still not ready to let it go. Okay. I don't feel like I'm mature enough to let it go. I fucking hate my stepmom. Like, I just want to put that out there. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I thought this is what we were doing. <laughs> I thought we were letting it go or at well, least come on. putting it in. Put it on the table. Go ahead. Give it to us. In the first right. step to help admitting you have a problem. Yep. Damn right. You're come right. On, put it on Damn, maybe, come on. maybe a listener will be able to help me. Uh, with this hurt because I don't know I don't I'm, I know it but I don't want to because I just really don't like her why don't you like her though um because in all actuality she is the symbol of she is like the personification SAT word there mm -hmm. of my parents divorce ah Ooh. yeah so yeah. And on top of that, it's like she's really just like a bitch in within within <laughs> itself. Like it's not just me that doesn't like her. Like nobody does that I've ever encountered. Have you ever talked to your dad about it? Um, no. You should try that. And and what, but when you do it, <laughs> don't call his wife a bitch. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I can't. Like and now and now I'm at an age where I don't even care to like. Mm. So what's your relationship with like with your dad? You know, it's um getting better. Okay. Well, like, were you angry after your parents' divorce? Yeah. Mm. And the funny shit is, um, it's kind of vague for me to remember because it felt like it, it was only for a week. I actually went to goddamn therapy after that shit. And that's why this shit isn't always the, the thing to do because at that age, that shit didn't do anything for me. Like, yeah. like I said, I better remember that shit. Like, I probably would have had, um, it probably would have had more effect if I would have went to the gym with my basketball coach and talked to him over, like, running yeah. laps and shit. But I will say this, that something, I would like to say that I'm you know, somewhat self-aware, 
But I can say one thing that it had one way that it has affected me by holding on to that is that it's taken me like such a long time to get married because of being a child of divorce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to go through a divorce Woo! or have High a child friend. to go through I'm divorce. I'm so glad you recognize that. Give me some. Thank so, you. Um, like I'm like, you know, I'm not going to get married until like, which is again, you know, is I know that it's not, you know, really possible or fathomable or feasible, but until like it's fucking perfect. Yeah. Because like you say, anything that I can control about it going wrong, I'm going to try to control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though you can't really control that shit. Yeah, definitely. So I think I need to let it go. I think you need, first of all, I think you definitely need to talk to your dad. Just even if it's a brief conversation. Why? Um, Why would he talk to his dad? Let him know. Because the thing about it is when we as parents decide we're going to be with somebody and have kids. Oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, back in the day, he he knows I don't fuck with it. He know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. I just ain't ever sat down and told him like, what I just said, like, no. <laughs> that you hate that but, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, like, that she's the personification of yeah. their divorce. But he know I don't rock with that bitch. And How long have they been married? Shit. This is 2018. Uh, oh, yeah, this is harboring for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I, um, This is back in, like, the, the 90s? Is, yeah, yeah, this is 90s. Yeah, yeah. we're in the 90s. This, this 20 years in the game. Oh, yeah. This, this, this oh, yeah. Two decades worth of harboring. Oh, yeah. John. Yeah. You really got to get some help for that. I mean, yeah. Way to judge me, Monique. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm not judging you. No, no. <laughs> you know, and, that's, and that's also the reason why people don't, because they think somebody saying that shit is like, oh, you're saying something is wrong with me. I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not oh, saying no. that I'm taking it like that. Like, yeah, I know that. that's why I said it, but yeah. Yeah. As I said, maybe a listener, you have some advice. So when you, um, you yeah, know. email us convo yeah. with mo at gmail dot com if y'all have some advice for John Diego. Any final words? Nah, yeah, I already yeah. gave my final words. I thought I didn't. I know. You did. I, I did. did. You did. Monique got that shit from last week again. <laughs> I was saying like, wait a minute. She was like, no. I mean, he was like, well, no. Um, <laughs> no, I just she, <laughs> goose got me. Like, <laughs> some final final words. She on the oxycodone again. <laughs> Go on, no patrol. was hanging out with J.R. Smith for the game. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Pouring champagne on bitches. If I ever wanted to have a friend, like I want a friend like J.R. Smith, like I seen a clip of <laughs> the, little, the little white boy hit LeBron James and J.R. Smith came out of nowhere <laughs> and tried to kill that nigga. I was like... <laughs> Why we ain't friends? <laughs> like I want a friend like J.R. Smith. But anyway, so with the final final words wrap things up. Um, I think it, we're all good now. I feel like this was therapy. It was. This was definitely some therapy. I I hope that this um episode was some therapy for you guys. Um, because sometimes among even though we we laugh and we bullshit a lot and we talk about relationships we don't really talk about the core of where some relationships go wrong or how relationships go wrong or how how are you not fulfilled or you know people call men call women bad ladies so much that they don't even realize that we really be carrying around some bags. I'm talking about Nike hey, duffel bags. Niggas don't realize they carry around bag yeah. boys too. Yeah. 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 And then the thing is, too, it's not cool for, you know, niggas to talk about feelings. Yeah. You know, now, you know I, I, I don't have a son, but I don't ever want to raise my son 
to feel like he can't talk about or that that's too feminine or or say dumb shit like that's gay or you know like because but i mean now it ain't even that you're gay it's just niggas to say you in your feelings yeah like, so females you know, say you in your feelings straight up like get out your feelings nigga. i have yeah. said that and, so, and, feelings, and that's nigga. some bullshit now you, you like, feel how me? you gonna ask them see there you go hurt coming out right now <laughs> i've heard her hold straight on. up tell niggas they bitches hold on. i have hold on one you need you didn't see the hurt coming yeah, out right I now i'm sorry it was oozing it was about to come out on you i'm sorry my bad Oh, had to come back down. We don't have to have a part two for, hey. the, for the let the hurt go. Man, hey. that's who that shit triggered. You let see that trigger that right there? Continued. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely gonna have to continue this. Um, Dropping hurt chronicles. <laughs> so, um, I don't think I had a bay chronicle for the week. No, I got one. Oh. Oh, I got something shit. funny. Come All on. right, so here we go. This is time. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so. I used to date a guy <laughs> oh, Lord. that told me he was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, is, that, but, is that your nice way of saying you dated a married man? <laughs> you know, more or less. Hmm, okay, I didn't think about it like that. Anyway, because I'm judgy as fuck. I be, <laughs> I, when I be talking to my friends, they be like, they talk to somebody married. Bitch, why? Why? What are you doing? Emails ain't nothing wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John, for calling me out. <laughs> Shit. So, anyway, um, he told me he was going through a divorce. Okay, I was cool with that. I know this one. <laughs> and um, Go ahead. he invited me to his house. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had went out to eat that day and everything. Y'all. <laughs> He didn't tell me that they were living in the same house. You was at their house? Where else would married people live? (laughs) Yeah. Is this this Fabuloso in the pot? (sighs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, I... We can talk to Georgia Tech today. Fabuloso (laughs) in the pot. (laughs) Fabuloso in the pot. Okay. So, it's the name of this Bay Chronicles. Um, Fabuloso in the pot. Fabuloso <laughs> in the pot. That's probably gonna be the name. <laughs> oh, that's the yeah. name. Oh, yeah. it's been crying. Uh, however, um, he didn't. Uh, oh no, this is not Fabuloso in the pot. Oh girl, I was about to say it's not Fabuloso in the pot. I'm sorry, Fabuloso. I'm sorry, Fabuloso. We ain't mean that. How many? How many married niggas have you told to? Oh, 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 that's a good point there. How you like this? Do you like this? Is it comfortable? Would you like to sit there next week? I'm just curious to know. You gonna quick try me like oh? That was a good question though. You can thread me. I'm only here another week. I'll block you when you before you even hey. get back to Texas. Hey. Uh, anyway, so we're on the sofa watching TV. And we still gonna name him Fabuloso on the pot. That works. Right. Um, and the garage opens. Okay. Oh, you expecting the money? <gasps> she didn't walk in on y'all. Well, I mean, we weren't doing that. We was on the sofa, but we on the sofa booed up. Bitch. Oh, you definitely did something. <laughs> you and- but y'all, she you literally on their sofa. No, you no, no. Did like she literally walked in. Y'all niggas want some? Spoke, <laughs> spoke, 
and went up the stairs. Oh, I would have left. Bitch, I oh, it's time did. to go. Because okay. I don't know what kind of shit y'all oh, got yeah. going did. on in here. This boy, I I'm like, she was gonna go upstairs and get the pistol. Oh yeah, you feel me? Yeah. No, yeah. I was just like, oh, and yeah, I ain't had too my calm shit. With that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She mm-hmm. walked in. She had a look. She had looked like she had been shopping. She had little bags. Did she put them down? No. She was like, oh, she put the keys on the table. She was like, oh shit. Oh hey, how y'all doing? And but she said, oh, so that old man. Oh yeah, that old man. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, hey, that, that always a, yeah, that a old word made, of surprise. That old made me kind of. Oh, lose. I gotta shoot two people tonight. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just one. Okay. Oh, this nigga didn't oh, try it. Dub- it's a double homicide tonight. Okay. I'm glad All I right. stopped and got some extra oh, ammo. Oh, this nigga didn't try it. Oh. Okay. I see what he did. Okay. Who, okay. Y'all, first of all, I'm not going to say that. I will say, I was a little nervous. Because I didn't know if I had to. Bitch, you had better be. Well, no, no, no. I because I ain't want to say I was scared because I I wasn't scared, but I ain't know if this bitch. I didn't know if I had to like take off my earrings and like roll my sleeves up, or I was like, so when she went anyway, so when she went up the stairs, I looked at him. I said, "So that's your sister." <laughs> <laughs> because I had wanted him to tell me some dumb shit like, "Oh yeah, that's my little sister. Like she lived with me." So why you throw him the perfect oop to tell a lie? Hey. No, no, no. If you give me an out, I'm going to take that bitch. I got a duck I mean, what am I just watch it and get a turnover? So hey, I, you I, give I, me an out, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, that's this. Uh, you, you know. So I said, so is that your sister? He was like, no, no that's my wife. He's like, uh, no, I, I I told you I was going through a divorce. I said, oh, she, did she come pick up some shit? Did she come <gasps> She come to pick up some shit? Or like, she about to, he's like, nah, she going to her room. He said, she coming back from picking up some shit. I said, oh, I said, excuse me, what? He was like, she fucking lives here. <laughs> like, oh, did he say it just did like, like that? Like yes, <laughs> yes. Mind you, this nigga is like six five. He like three hundred pounds. Yes. Big green man. Damn, big Albert. <laughs> say, God damn. Big John I, so Coleman. I started to p- get. I, so I said, "Hey, I'm about to go. Bring him. I'm, I'm about to leave." He's like, "Where you going?" Minute, that's the second nigga that said some cold shit to eat this episode. Cold, cold. Like she, she, she fucking, fucking lives here. <laughs> the yeah. fuck? Yeah. So I was like, "Hey, I'm about to go." So I'm I'm picking up my shoes, get my purse. Where you going, bitch? <laughs> I'm fucking going home. And I heard her kind of chuckle. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had a laugh too. Yeah, she was like, she pitted it. Yeah, 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 she needed to let that fucking hurt go. So I left. And like, we just kind of stopped talking. But y'all, what's funny is. Tracy, you know that's some bullshit now. I told y'all I was going to have somebody else right. until 9 o'clock. What's funny is when I was working in Macy's, I saw her. Oh. And she spoke. Uh, and oh hey! When she, she spoke, when she like, smoked, she laughed. <laughs> oh hell no! She laughed and she, she was like, "How you doing?" Pity, pity. All right. I was. I kind of laughed back. I was like, "What up? Like, what's good with you?" Mm. But I thought she was gonna like walk up to me and be like, "Remember when you was at my house with my husband?" She did. That's. <laughs> she she did. said all that with that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she let you know she she still know what you look like. Just in case. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh I know that you, bitch. I know that you. <laughs> Matter of fact, it was during when you when you was there and when you were like Black Friday and stuff. I seen her. Oh, right yeah. before you and your sister came mm-hmm. in oh. the store. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Like Mister and Mrs. Fabuloso in the pot. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> 
She fucking lives here. She's like, she fucking lives here. She fucking lives here. He said it like I was supposed to know. Like, I missed out on something. Uh, like, you was getting on his nerves with all those questions. Like, you know You were supposed to know. Stop oh, talking about her. We get a divorce. With like, a married shit. man, you should know that his wife lives with him. <sighs> you know what? All right, that's it. We're done. It's been a great evening. Uh, once again, Taco Over, John, Diego, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Um, as always, make sure to like, rate, and subscribe and share. Um, we appreciate you guys so much. Um, we, we we definitely are going to be doing some some nice things. We're hoping to have a podcast night at Studio Bar down off of 11th Street. Um, mm. Still kind of working some things out with that, but definitely go um, go. Uh, visit the homies SK and Deron at their new bar. It shit is really fucking lit. It is. It it really it's it's really like I could go to that bitch literally every day. I hmm. literally damn near have. I've been there <laughs> four out of the five nights I've been here. I can literally because it's it's a, it's chill. It's like it's like a nice. Yeah, you know, I always used to say we don't have no lounges in Augusta, mm-hmm. but niggas sitting in there playing Uno. Yeah, watching the game oh, and shit. a food truck out the door. This shit is oh, lit. What, what, what is serving in the food? Truck? It depends. They have different food trucks. So, what night was that, John? We had that. Oh, two Thursday, Thursday. So what y'all had? What y'all got? They had one last night. You went last it night. It's the same one. What oh, big. I don't know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know it's food. So <laughs> Thursday was tacos and tequila. Who okay, had so chicken on stick? Woo me! Damn my god. And I had a chicken filly. That um, bitch was to die for. I had a chicken filly the first night. Chicken filly and an empanada. I missed Ooh. that yard bird so bad. I wonder who they have. That, like last Saturday, they had Cafe 209 out there frying fish plates. Fish plates. Ooh. Oh, yeah, see, now I fucked oh, That shit was good. Mm. I ain't speaking my language. All right, but yeah, make sure you check out SK Duran over at Neighborhood, I mean, Studio Neighborhood Bar, 402 11th Street in Augusta, Georgia. Um, always support the big homies. And uh, John, you'll be back next week. God willing. All right. Well, guys, we appreciate you so much once again. And that's our time. Good night, guys. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Conversations with Mo is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Music Play. Please like, rate, and subscribe.